0: Hosted by Island Block Radio. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm your host, Mr. Rich D. Joining me as always, Mr. Vince D, Yo, what's up, everybody? Your favorite family member, Uncle No-No. Half a day. And today, Dr. Twisted in the house. What it do? Today's episode is sponsored by Guahan Grill in Imperial Beach, 791 Palm Avenue, 91932 in San Diego, California. Big shout out to those guys. They are having a relaunch on the 23rd of February. Uh, we'll be there. Uh, some members from Tribal Theory uh, will be there. Book will be there.
1: Shabby. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So go yeah. get your What's red up?
1: rice and finish that meat.
0: But they will have the relaunch. the The beer is going to be flowing. Um, but yeah, so shout out to those guys. But uh, cheers, guys. Uh, we already cheers. took a shot. Do it it is a it is a serious conversation on the mic today. Yes, it is. Um, today's topic. I'm going to announce it earlier because I feel like it'll be better. Um, it's going to be criminal reform, criminal reform that was just passed here in 2018, and so it is a little bit um, sensitive. And the reason why it's sensitive is because the f- uh, that hits straight to home, so it's closer to closer to the par bar than um, than usual. Um, and close meaning like it's right with the family. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, we can do our weekly catch up. Uh, so catching up on this week, I've had plumbing issues. Like a motherfucker. (laughs) It's because you're full of shit. (laughs) Besides my constipation, um, (laughs) the sink is also fucking clogged. And I can't, for some reason, I've worked with Papa all week, we've been cleaning that, trying to push the fucking water through. But whatever's down there, whatever the boys threw down the sink is now officially in the goddamn drain. Like a goddamn pog in, in a fucking Like it's just a flat wall now
2: With the G.I. Yeah, Joe attached to it Yeah yeah,
0: It's like It's a Beyblade It's a Beyblade top Like fucking right there I can't fucking get anything through there The fucking I got a drill And I was like 25 feet down man Just like And it's just stuck bro It's just It's not going nowhere You're not a man. plumber though Not a plumber It's yeah, not a plumber, not not. plumber. <laughs> You know what I mean like But I'm just like I know what a wall feels like You know what I mean? Like when you hit something and you're not going nowhere, that's it. That's what I'm there. And I pulled it back. I'm like, you know what? If I'm hitting a tree, I'm going to at least pull back fibers. No fibers, nothing.
2: (laughs) Did you go from the street in to the house? I don't know what that means, Mark. Going (laughs) from the outside of the house to the inside of the house. Try to push it back up. There's a
0: line that goes from the outside inside? Yes, there is. Right right in in your garage,
2: man. No, it's not. Yes. Our house
0: has been remodeled by one man who had no... Uh, no plumbing sense? No, no contracts. <laughs> he did not... He no, did permitting. not Everything yeah, he no permitting at all. <laughs> I have a window inside my house that leads to another room.
2: <laughs> yes, you do.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Two of them, actually. Used to be the exterior wall. <laughs> yeah. And this guy, this guy built, built rooms, random rooms, for no reason. We have a vaulted ceiling, like a church in the middle of the house. I don't even know what that was supposed to be, but, I mean, it's awesome. My wife loves it. Anyway, so that's kind of been my week. I've had that plumbing issues, and then um, I cleaned the garage again. So the bar <laughs> bar is back in, yeah. in action. We
3: nice.
0: also have the Titan um, Entertainment set up,
3: and <gasps> in, in also Hell for the bar yeah. bar. Hell yeah!
0: Um, but that's been my week.
3: Um, go ahead, Vince. Oh man! Well, uh, tonight is the the Grammys. It is uh, February 10th. Nice. So I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing the results and then also just the dumbass protests that go on mm. afterwards. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just because people cry when they don't win and then either they get nominated and don't go and then they cry when they don't win. So I don't know what the big deal is.
2: Yeah. yeah. Um, They're pre Madonnas, man.
3: Yeah. Er- everybody's a superstar. But congrats to all those who are out there. Uh, Do you know, not- is there anybody out there that
0: you're looking for that?
3: know um, man, I actually think um, I'm not for sure, but I think Common Kings are actually nominated
0: again. Again, they got nominated last year.
3: Oh, and, was that their last album? Maybe it was last year.
2: Okay. Did uh, J-Bo get something last year too? They got he nominated. nominated. Yeah. They but they're get, going against. They were going against like Damian Marley. Well,
3: they go against the Marleys yeah. every year, but yeah. I mean that's a legendary name to be beat.
2: Yeah. You're in good artist. company
3: with that. You know what I mean?
2: I think uh, mm-hmm. Kimmy Miner's been nominated too. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kimmy Miner got nominated.
3: Oh, that's that Hawaiian girl. But yeah. yeah, I've been actually just uh, kind of reviewing some music this past week, just kind of seeing what everybody's talking about uh, Grammy-wise, and see cool. if, it's, if it's actually to my, like to what I think is worth it, right? or a nomination, uh, which I think they, they hit it pretty good, at least in the hip-hop community. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, uh, self-made man uh, from the ground up, he got nominated for his uh, debut album, Victory Lab, which is uh, it's really good, actually. Nice. I don't know if you guys listen to hip-hop like that, but... Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Reminds me of, uh, like, Tupac a little
0: bit. Well, if you don't get a Grammy, at least you got a Vincent Award.
3: Yes. <laughs> For what it's worth.
2: Yeah. You know, I've been trying to solve a murder out in front of my house, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got home uh, from work. What? <laughs> yeah, and there's a, there's a cardboard sign. Obviously, a homeless guy was holding it because it had all the homeless, please give whatever you can. Some clothes and a dried up puddle of blood. Handprints and footprints and I'm what just sitting the there. Heck? Who the hell got murdered outside my house? Sacrifice. None of the neighbors saw or heard anything. So I'm thinking there's gonna be a body turned up somewhere. With all this rain, the weeds are growing up and high in everybody's front yard. Somebody's gonna be out there on a Saturday morning mowing. it be some dude laid out in the front yard dead. Damn. But yeah, I don't know. That wouldn't be the first time. That wouldn't. In our be. Neighborhood. <laughs> but uh <laughs> not you know, I've been uh no, I think that's
0: good. I think we need to stop right there. Oh. with your Wiggly ketchup. I don't yeah, want to catch yeah, up anymore. Yeah,
1: never mind. <laughs> no, Speaking yeah. speak of reform. What is this place in the hood?
2: Now, on a on a different note, um, just just trying to get prepared for tonight, especially this this show. Um, you know, doing doing some research and trying to trying to learn some stuff and and uh, just be prepared so I don't. Looked like too much of a dummy tonight.
1: Yeah, well, nice. I've been out there fishing, still trying to hunt for a job, but not really like looking. But um, <laughs> well, if anybody's hiring out there, want to hire a fat guy? Hey, man, <laughs> call me. <laughs> I'm not gonna look for you anymore. I'm tired of looking for jobs. Look uh, for
3: me, um, Michelin.
1: <laughs> <You're> a dick. <laughs> okay. Well, for a commercial. <laughs>
0: Man, man. Can you imagine that guy? Like He goes, I don't know, man. I've been looking for this fat guy to work
1: for me. I just don't know. I haven't found the right fat guy. Hey, look at that <laughs> I haven't guy found with the, the right fat guy, <laughs> guy yet. Look at the guy with the fishing pole yeah. over there. Yeah. Can you imagine? Well, <laughs> yeah, man. Just, just dealing with a bunch of uh, family issues that we've been having at home. We're, we're going to be talking about that. Um, yeah. yeah, It's it's been uh, very emotional around the family and stuff. So, yeah, we'll get into it. Okay? yeah, We'll get into it. Well, that's, uh,
0: yeah, that's the week of catch-up. Man, we're going to jump into this uh, sh- short music break. And, uh, yeah, so when we come back, we're talking about criminal reform. We have some guests here who are um, affected by it. Uh, some of the things that happened back in the past and, and also what's happening here in uh, our present. So when we get back to the coming back, we'll be talking about that. We'll introduce our guests. And uh, like I said, it's a little closer to home than... And we're used to for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, let's jump into that uh, that track. Stay tuned.
2: So this next segment coming up is brought to you by Pacific Islander Brewing Company. They are located at 8665 Argent Street in Santee, California. Big, big supporter of the community. So go check them out and taste some of the beers that they got on tap.
0: Thank you, Twisted. And uh, today's guests. So our family, they are related uh, to, to the par Bar. bar. Uh, we have Elise Chargaloff and Antoinette Shresta or Shasta.
4: Just kidding!
0: <coughs> Welcome, ladies.
4: Hi, Hi, thank you, thank you.
0: And uh, they are the niece of uh, Uncle Nono, who's here. Yeah, I'm the uncle. <laughs> and uh, the cousin of the bartender.
3: Hey, off a day. What's up, everybody?
0: Oh, his voice got deeper again. <laughs> voice got deeper again. I heard of this. <laughs> it's common. It's common thing. It's a sickness. <laughs> um, but yeah. So you you ladies are here. We're we're talking about criminal criminal reform. Um, Doctor Twisters, give us a little bit about criminal reform um, as it is is for what just passed in
2: 2018? So, the Criminal Reform Act that just passed is uh, supposed to be a correction of of the Clinton era um, when they got tough on crime, tough on drug charges, and basically over-sentencing people. Um, Mm -hmm. So, what this is going to do is it's going to give inmates in the federal system an opportunity to uh, be resentenced and hopefully reduce their, uh, their time that they've been sentenced to. Um, there's some other conditions that go with it that, uh, are under debate still, but this is something that was actually passed on a bipartisan uh, vote. Um, you know, this reform act is going to be, uh, something where, you know, they're going to, they're going to require if, if, if an inmate does get released, they're going to require them to, uh, be uh, like in a in a home care or not home care but like a home supervised or a halfway house for saying like, like a re- rehabilitation th- yeah three to five years to help them uh get back into uh, normal society mm-hmm. you know and because you know being being incarcerated being institutionalized like that you know life's different yeah um i can't specifically specifically say for myself because i've never been in that situation i mean right. i've worked in there and i know how that is but um but yeah, so you know they're they're predicting that that this is gonna help at least you know off offhand twenty six hundred inmates in the gotcha. federal system offhand, um, you know, and this is something where if you know the president himself were to use his entire pardon powers, it would take um, the population of the prison system from two point one million down to like one point nine million, wow. which it doesn't seem too big, but you're looking at. If you were to give a pardon to everybody that's in federal prisons, everybody in federal prisons, that's what it would drop it down to. Gotcha. You know, United States being the uh, the one country that, well, one of two countries that has the highest uh, population of incarcerated people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, I can't remember the number, for every 100,000 something like 100 or 200 something people to every, every 100,000 or 10,000 people in this country, man. It's ridiculous. You know, it's just something that's been going on too long. Um, some politicians feel like we're under-incarcerated. You know, they feel like more people locked up for longer time is better for the crime rate, you know, and better for, for the safety of the American citizens. But all the studies out there show that longer incarceration time doesn't do anything to protect our society. You know, if anything, it's... Uh, Makes them a little more dangerous, per se, when they come back out, right? Because it's basically a college for crime. You know, yeah. some people look at it, you know, and it's just the way it is inside this, you know, inside the system where you've got to survive in there. You got yeah. to do what you have to do to survive, and if that means committing crimes inside to do that, that's what happens. So you know, guys have to learn things that they probably wouldn't have done on the outside, just to survive, get by. Gotcha. You know, so. And so, uh, so
0: the reason why the girls are here and uh, why we always say that it hits closer to home is, um, ladies, your dad's incarcerated. Yes. Um, Uncle, we call him Uncle Boo. But uh, out, out, out in the, his his name is, uh, I can't say it. Go ahead and you guys say it. Or one of you guys say
4: it. It's Hanoferi Char- Chargoloff.
0: Chargoloff. Uh, which is also Uncle Nono's brother. Uh, the bartender's uncle, um, which he was he was uh, imprisoned in in the nineties, right?
5: Yes, yes, nineteen
4: ninety five.
0: And how old were you guys at that time?
4: I was eight, and Elise was two. Damn. Wow. Yes.
0: And then you guys have another sister, Faith.
5: Yes, and my mom was pregnant with her when my dad was sentenced. Wow so she wasn't she wasn't born
0: right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um Noah how, how, how old how old were you at that time I was around 20 years old 20 yeah damn and so um, so the, here's why we're, we're we're trying to bring all this to light it's because there's a case ongoing case here your dad's case was on Guam um, he's been locked up now for 25 years
1: yes
5: yes
0: right. Of, uh,
5: about, yeah. yes, about, how many, almost.
0: How many years was he sentenced?
5: 44 years in federal prison. Mm-hmm.
0: Federal prison. Yes. Which is completely different for those who don't know. There's different types of prison. There's federal, and then there's also state. Mm-hmm.
4: County, um, yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah, right? Um, And how old was he at that time?
4: He was 24 years old when he was arrested.
1: Damn. 24? Yeah. Yep. Man, uh, he was super young, man. And um, go ahead.
5: he'll be fifty years old this year. Wow. Yeah. So that's half his life.
0: So just before we even get there, um, into the next step, mm-hmm. let me just say for me personally, just imagining mm-hmm. twenty five years of my life
1: yeah.
0: gone. It's... Just like in, in prison. That that would that would devastate me, um, personally. But then to imagine that you have like, you know, your daughters out there and then you guys on the other end of that to hear um or or even being a sibling. Right. You know what I mean? Um, but you guys keep in contact with them and, and um, through letters, through phone calls. Um, he's been moving around out here in the mainland, right? Through the states? Yes. Uh, through different federal prisons? Yeah.
4: Correct? Numerous. Numerous. Is um, that typical? You know what? I don't think so. So when he was sentenced on the island, um, they shipped him off. I think it was to Pennsylvania. I think it was Pennsylvania right away. So um, he was on the East Coast. My mom got rid of everything, and we moved to San Diego because our family's here in San Diego. So he was on the East Coast for um, years, maybe four years. He had to, like, put in requests to come closer, so he would just slowly, over the years, make his way back,
1: yeah, and he then he,
4: he got to California eventually. I want to say it took about four years.
1: Wow. Yeah. yeah. Because he had to get transferred up to Colorado and then yeah. Arizona and then— All yeah. Kind, yeah,
4: yeah,
5: different yeah. places. <clears throat> And so later on, um, after California, as we got older, he was eventually moved to Louisiana and then Arizona and then back to Northern California. And then now um, still in California, but a lot closer to San Diego. Right.
0: Um, so I, and I don't know. It's, it's weird because uh, so if you're listening, it's weird for me to kind of touch around this because I don't want to. You know, it's weird to interview someone that's closer to family than to interview someone that I, I don't quite know um your dad's charge uh, what was he charged with you
4: want to take so it was a federal firearm um and drug charge so he he had a registered firearm um, a silencer and a small amount of methamphetamine um, all nonviolent offenses and um, and that landed him a, a forty-four year sentence.
0: All non nonviolent, yes. correct? Right, and he's never had like he has he he's never had like violent charges in his life, has he? Never, no, never. no. So you grew up with them? Oh man, right?
1: Yeah. Of, of course I did, yeah.
0: <coughs> he's <my> brother, <laughs> <laughs> but there's but uh, there's always difference of of uh, in that time, especially in the nineties, right? There's there was a different. Things that, things that were going on, right? So sometimes it's about survival. It's about making it, right? It's not about necessarily um, just doing this because I, I want to do it. It's because you, you're trying to make some, some something happen for your family. You need to pull in money. You need to pull in this. You need to take care of this
1: stuff. And That's right. pretty much exactly what it was, man. Opportunities you know, like, weren't there. We, we had to pull through as brothers and sisters, you know. It, yeah, it was real hard, man. We just uh we had to do what we had to do, you know. Pops wasn't around, moms was barely around, you know.
0: And so, uh man, I, I uncle no, I don't I don't I know this is why I, I told you guys it's hard for us to uh, to continue the or to step around certain things. Um Girl and all and twisted, you know, in that era in that time. That time like moving around like people were were trying to make money um and it, sometimes it felt bad because it was on the on the the downside of other people's uh failing right like right. if you're doing narcotics you were selling them to to make money for yourself or maybe for your family right, right. And, but we saw a lot of that in our in our time yes we did and, and you're older than i am but I, I know that even in my era that
2: was happening yeah you know what i mean Yeah, there was, um, the opportunities were limited for a lot of people out there, you know, and, and, you know, especially when you're looking at a demographic of people and the community that they come from or where they grew up at, you know, and they had to, they had to find ways to, to make a living, you know, and Grant, there, there was some people out there, they were doing it for the, for the notoriety and the the street credit and, you know, the bling bling, but there's a lot of people out there doing it for their families, Trying to right. find a way to provide for them because there was nothing really out there to help them out, mm-hmm. you know. So they they had to do what they had to do to survive, you know. And especially if you're you're a young man and you're you're, you're waiting for a career to happen for you and you're working towards that, but you have a family at the same time.
1: Yeah, you know? but yeah, you know. But man, he had he had good jobs, man. He yeah. worked hard, you know. But those those like it wasn't only him, you know what I mean. He he had his kids, he had his wife. But he had, it's like he had a responsibility like for us also. You know what I mean? As younger siblings, to take care of us also, which it wasn't his problem. But he he had he had he just felt like he had to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's been that's older brothers, man. Yeah. You know, siblings. You know, you you want to do it. You know what I mean? Like he always told me. He says, "I'm gonna give you everything I didn't have." You know, he he always told me that, and he tried to man. You know, mm-hmm. he always wanted to do some. He, that's all of us. We always try to do more than what we can do at, for like one person. Right. Okay. But yeah, man, it, it's hard. It, it was really hard. Even him just getting locked up, man, it was hard. Uh, so Elise, you you um, uh, you're actually in college,
0: or right? You're currently in college. Yes. Yeah. Uh, which is criminal justice, is what you're going?
5: Yeah, I'm majoring in criminal justice.
0: Which is amazing. I think that's awesome. You know what I mean? Like, I would... Thank Thank you. I think that's great. Uh, um, and you're almost it'll... done, actually.
5: Yes, I'll be graduating in May. Thank goodness. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm so over No, it's it. been a long time. <laughs> yeah.
0: But you, I mean, uh, with criminal justice as your background, you've been looking at your dad's case. And you've seen, like, things... You, you're going back all of a sudden to things that, like um, the Clinton era uh, of... Um, The three-strike law that they
1: had back then.
5: Yes. So um, since the president signed the First Step Act back in December, um, (laughs) we're bringing it up as to what happened back in 1994 when President Bill Clinton signed the, the Crime Act of 1994. And back then they mandated minimum sentences for federal crimes and uh, there's a lot to that crime act but one of the main ones that is applicable to my dad is um that it would be a federal crime to possess a firearm while committing another crime like a drug offense so uh, um my should we just jump into his charges Yeah, I mean, Um, you guys Okay, so um, he was charged with um, possessing a firearm, which was found when they uh, recovered a small quantity of meth. And because the two were found together, back then it was considered a federal crime. Mm-hmm. So that's what aided in, or the the Crime Act of 1994, since that was already enacted by the time he was uh, pulled over and arrested in 1995, he was pretty much guaranteed a harsh sentence, mm.
1: yeah,
2: which was
5: that 44 but
1: years. But that was also a registered firearm, right?
4: Correct. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it wasn't stolen or anything like that. It was it was it was legally his. They didn't have no mm, no,
0: no, no serial number scratched no. off it. No. Yeah. It was
4: it was clean. Yeah. It was yeah, new. Exactly. It was registered. It shot a couple of pigs, I'll tell you that. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> on the way
1: home. <laughs> I hope that was legal. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't, but you know what, man, we 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 hungry. Don't say people. that. Don't no, say that online. we do? <laughs> Not on air. That, that's oh. every tomorrow I I don't care. <laughs> a couple uh, of old
0: pigs. So so there's a history right there. That's the history of kind of your dad's case on Guam. Um, is there anything else you guys want to shed the light on the past?
4: Well, so we do have to clarify that he was not caught in any kind of drug trafficking, transactions, anything. Um, the gun with the small amount of methamphetamine that he had, because they were together, they gave him intent. So it was, it was intent to um, to to distribute, to distribute. distribute. Right. exactly. Um, we just have to make sure that that's clear. So
0: yeah,
4: yeah. yeah. Go Go, ahead. Go ahead. No. Um, So that whole intent
5: part of the conviction—that's what makes it so hard for everyone in the family, my to dad, grasp. to to grasp because he was never. It would be a different story if he was caught in the act of something. But because
4: um, he
5: wasn't caught in the act of a crime. He was pulled over and it was his personal use of drugs. And you guys will later find out that part. His arrest, he actually wrote a piece regarding his arrest that will be published um, eventually soon, I hope. Um, We have it, so his story is it's gonna come out and yeah that's just why it's so um overwhelming as a family to know because his sentence was just way too harsh for the crime that was committed yeah yeah
2: it was
0: yeah. um okay so that, that there, there, there's your past there's your past history um 1990s around the 90s Clinton has a three strike three strike Law basically right.
4: mandatory minimums. minimums. Yes. Mandatory minimums.
0: Yep. You also have um, non nonviolent. Mm-hmm. You have the two that are caught, uh, which is are uh, gun and methamphetamines. Gun and narcotics together. Narcotics together. narcotics together. Together. And um,
2: so you that's know, a little bit. That's a little bit of the history. And, and, and let me give you something else too. So when when they talk about personal use versus distribution. You know, I went through a class, and they show how what can be considered personal use can be broken up into distribution. And when I saw that, I'm like, that's bullshit. Like, the way that they did it was just bullshit. Like, oh, you could cut it up, you know, this, just this amount right here, you could cut it with this, 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 and this, and it'll make this much. And, and I'm like, well, that's to me, that's horseshit, because it's just a way to, to, to railroad somebody, you know, for a small amount, saying that they can cut it up right. 25 different ways to, to distribute it. It's not even a product. You just basically flour and you know baby powder. So gotcha. But
0: yeah. Um, All right. So we're gonna we're gonna cut to this music real fast. I want to uh, give us uh, all a chance to kind of decompress. I don't want this to be overwhelming for anybody. Um, so when we get back to there, I also want to talk about the present. So I want to move into that and kind of saying where where things are now, because uh it's been a long time and I feel like there's a lot of information out there that when you're younger you don't know, and now that you do know. How do you apply it, and then you you also try to use understand the system a little bit differently. Um, cool. Everything's all good. All right, we're gonna come back right after this. Talk to you soon. We're back. And uh, this show is brought to you by Island Block Radio, powered by Dash. DASH. And we're back, guys. And if you haven't joined us in the first part, we with, we are with uh, Elise and Antoinette. Uh, we we're talking about criminal reform, and um, we did a past history on their father, who is currently locked up in federal prison. Uncle, Also Uncle No-No's brother. Yeah. Uh, so this show is a little closer to home. Uh, but, ladies, we want to talk about um, kind of like the present uh, where your dad is now. We talked about his past. We understand he did something wrong. Um, but he's been reformed. He's changing. He's uh, on the positive. Elise, tell me a little bit of uh, what he's done um, while in, in prison.
5: He has completed around 130 classes and programs ranging from adult Continuing education, vocational training workshops, several several community colleges, university certif- certification courses, marine biology, Italian culinary skills. Or I'm sorry, he learned culinary skills, um, and he's even received credentials from Purdue University in industrial pest management. And he received a certification in warehouse management and small business management, what amongst is, is, many un- other things. What is what is pus management? pest management? Pest. Oh. Pest. Oh, I was like,
0: pest management. <laughs> like if yeah. you get infected, you get a boil.
5: Let's manage that the prison. Okay, I can't enunciate. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I was like, <laughs> what pest management? I was
0: like,
1: Ugh, that's gross. He's the new Doctor Pimple Popper. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's what. Hey, stop talking about my brother like. He held that boy on your back of your neck, boy. (laughs) Um,
0: Anthony, what else has he he done uh, while there? Because, I mean, he's, like you said, guys were saying before the break, he's traveled a lot. He's been moving from East Coast to West Coast and kind of like putting all these uh, requests to, to change. I mean, you guys, I think someone posted a picture uh, a, a letter from him in like 1994 Yeah, that was- where, where it was like it looked like a gangster was writing that sh- writing his letter like <laughs> like he's like hitting those those glasses really quick oh. and then like his letter that you guys uh, that I recently saw where he had like this long one I mean it was it was like five pages eight pages Um, man his his articulation of himself was
1: Completely different, and his penmanship. Yeah,
5: yes. yeah it's completely yeah. different. Oh yeah, that's how you can see the growth in him. Um, as we're uncovering all these letters that my mom had saved back from when he was held in the Department of Corrections, he was writing, and you can just totally see the transition of who he was then when he first got arrested to who he is now and like, yeah. I can there's no dates on a lot of these papers but I know it's from back then because his handwriting is so different now yeah. and he's a lot more positive yeah. than uh, about his future than uh, when he used to be as expected like he that's a lot of time to
1: yes um, to grow.
5: comprehend on and but now he's he, he I, I mean, I was only two when he was arrested, but just by reading those things and knowing who he is now, I know that he's reformed. Yeah. And I know that he is more than deserving of being part of this criminal justice reform. Like, he's a perfect candidate. Um, and it shows through everything he's done in prison to get like that's That's all he's been doing The last 25 years Is proving That he is eligible For release And mm. This just is why yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah Growing as a person just right? Just mm-hmm. yeah. Trying to be Trying to be something That's able to Progress and help society Right Yeah Versus uh, tear it down Right Like um, And I And I, I think I, Cause I read that whole letter He wrote um, eight, Yeah
5: His it's, prison strike. Yeah Correct yeah. Yes yeah. Okay Man
0: it's I mean it's, it's super intimate. It's heart-wrenching points, too. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man. To see someone that, or hear someone that um, has to go through something like that. Right. Um, Antoinette, tell me a little bit more about, like, uh, what your dad is um, co- doing right now, currently, and, and his hopes for what's, what's, what's happening.
4: So, um, he's been appealing. So, ever since, I would say, the beginning... Um, since he he got sentenced, he's been you know doing various appeals. But you know, as time as time goes on, there's different cases to relate things to. You know, the laws, everything has just you know changed completely, drastically. So um, usually. He, he'd be in school, but when, he, when he's not in school, he's usually in the law library um, teaching himself, educating himself about the law and trying to, you know, find, find his way to freedom. Mm.
0: It's, it's funny because um, last week we had the Kuyo on here. He was uh, locked up and he was in um, state prison. Mm-hmm, yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, he called the, the, he's like, you either grow, you learn. Mm-hmm. Or you go and watch TV and they call it the dumb, the dumb box. box. Yep. Um, and it sounds like your dad's trying to grow. Um, I, I'm, I'm excited to meet him and hopefully meet him in the future. Um, because I think, you know, I mean, the way he writes and the way he.
3: He's very he articulate, like he yeah.
0: said, about himself. Yeah. Right now. so It's history. Yep. Um, what about you girls? Let me ask the question in, in the way that it's kind of. And I know if you don't want to answer, by all means, you don't have to. But how has it affected you guys as, as far as, like, your um, your upbringing and, 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 like, how you are?
4: Okay, so this is tough. But um, my parents are great. Um, ever since this happened... My mom was always, like, super strong. Like, I honestly can tell you, I probably, I can't even recall seeing this woman cry. Um, She's strong. It it was never a negative thing. Um, You know, you hear about stories like this. Um, You hear wives, they're resentful, you know, they're hateful. I can't believe you did this to me, you messed everything up, you put me in this situation, and now I have to do this alone. It was never like that for my mom, it was never like that for my parents. My mom always included my father with everything. It was always, you know, like, if I could relate it to anything, it was almost like my dad was away at work, you know, he was away at work, and... If we were gonna do, if we didn't agree with something in the house, my dad was gonna find out about it, and he he was gonna give his honest, you know, input about it. Um, he called us all the time. He wrote us weekly, daily. We always heard from from him. Just my mom always kept that um, that contact. She always she always pushed us to write letters to him to to keep the relationship you know, the best that they could.
0: Yeah. And just by the grace of God, it, it works. Man, I, and shout out to your, your mom. Because um, I think she's an amazing woman too. Yeah, like she's, she's a very strong woman. woman. And to hear that too, I think um, that's an amazing uh, story. That that she would keep that contact to make sure you guys knew your father, knew that he was there, and that he's involved in that in that kind of um, that magnitude. You know what I mean? Like just trying to be there as much as he possibly can be. Um, Elise did him going to um, him being locked up did it have your when you went to criminal justice uh, was that like part of it or did you just say like oh I just like criminal justice and I like the law Um, did it play a part in your your decision
5: yeah so you know when everyone's trying to figure out what they want to do in life um, I kind of looked at my family as examples um, most of our family they were in the healthcare setting, like my aunties and my mom, they were always in the hospitals and my older sister. And I never wanted to be, I I just didn't have it in me to go down that route. Yeah. Um. So I talked to my dad a lot. And at one point I wanted to be a lawyer and I brought it up to my dad and he kind of talked me out of it which now i understand why i mean like looking into his case as deeply as i have i kind of s- like i know the personal reasons why he wouldn't want me to go into it but he he steered me to doing forensic science and over the years like i i initially wanted to do that but then i changed it when i realized I don't want to take a bunch of science classes my dad is very smart and he would tell me to enroll into chemistry classes for fun and I like who in the world would <laughs> want to um take chemistry for fun so I end up ended up not doing that but I knew like some though it only made sense for me to want to do criminal justice because I had been researching my dad's case since I want to say I was in eighth grade and oh by the way so sorry I'm jumping but I found out about my dad's charges through the internet in eighth grade Um, really yeah so my mom we never talked about it as a family we never asked my mom questions at least I never did I don't know if you did or Faith did but I never asked my mom why is dad in there so long and vice versa? Like she wouldn't, you know, tell us like
4: we just knew like the
5: very, like we knew one thing, which was the firearm possession. We didn't know anything else. And I remember being in middle school and I Googled my dad's name and a very old court docket popped up on Google and I Opened it. It was the full document, and I highlighted every word that I didn't know, which was damn near the whole document because
4: it was just, just yeah, was like yeah, the that's language a, that's a, in, in yeah. Law is completely, completely different, different language.
5: So I took, I printed out what I found, and then he, all of his belongings since he was bounced around between uh, several prisons they would send us his belongings if he couldn't bring it to the next location. So I opened up one of his old law dictionaries and I just started piecing together like the one docket that I found online from yeah. his. And from then on, um, he he would ask me like, oh, did, did the government reply to my appeal yet? And whatnot. So over time... It just it just became natural to me. Like I'm doing so much research into this. Oh, this is interesting. And then, and even now, I'm still in college and I'm taking classes to, f- like, understand all that I can about his case. Right. And it, it interests me. Like I can't see myself being in any other field other than this.
0: And in the terms where you want to research that much, because it makes research drives you to what I've talked about to other law- lawyers and law clerks is that they love the research
5: mm-hmm. because
0: one thing leads to another thing and it's like a rabbit hole. You just want to keep on diving deeper and deeper.
5: Oh, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's exactly like that. I mean, there's so much to law. It's so confusing.
2: It is. Case um, law after case law after case law.
5: Yeah, like, the... Erroneous. The yes. smallest, <laughs> the smallest thing could differentiate one case to another, but... I find enjoyment in that. Like, uh, I don't know. I'm weird. Um, <laughs> I listen to podcasts about crime for fun, but also reform, so I can educate myself. Because I'm weird. We get it. Yeah, I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, go on.
0: <laughs> uh, Uncle. Nono, no. I want to ask you. Um, cause you, we've, we've kind of like bounced around it a little bit today, and I don't want to make you cry. Uh, or bring up like something that hurts. I think I'm hurts. already drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, as, as we are in present day, and you think about your brother right now, um, what, what is your, what is your, your next step as far as like your hopes for your brother? Your hopes for your brother? Cause like, I mean, I can't imagine, you know, you, you're kind of getting past the past or trying to. But your hopes for your brother, and you—you you, you get all the letters. I mean, I'm sure you see all the right. the
1: conversations you guys have, and the
0: growth that he's had.
1: He's had tremendous growth. I mean, like all of his certifications and everything like that. But the most important thing is just to get him home to his kids. I mean, that's where everybody belongs. You know what I mean? If you have a family, man, you need to be right beside beside them. You know. I I have seen these kids grow, man, and, and uh, I'm I'm very proud of them, you know, and what they accomplished in life and and what they're doing in life, you know. But I I gotta check their I gotta be like almost like their father too, you know, to where I gotta check their boyfriends and husbands, you know what I mean, and deal with some of this shit, you know. But uh, that's uh, but, for you, uh, Jason, you piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: How oh, the, there the are one, you, the
1: Jason. The only one I haven't talked to, 64. and and I'm scared to talk to, is Elisa's boyfriend. Be, boyfriends, because she's always been really defensive. I mean, like she's very been very defensive against me. But um, <laughs> like Elise, I I've talked to Jason. I talked I talked to you know Deanish and and boy, I put them in check, and and you can ask them for yourself. But. I just, I I really want him home, man. It's it's time for him to be home. It, he needs to be with his kids and, and his grandkids, man. It's, It's been too long. His, his sentence was way too harsh for him. And his, like, you know, any other father, they would want to be next to their kids. And that's a father, not a dad, you know, because dads is like, yeah, okay, yeah, whatever. But a father... They would want to be there next to the kids, and I know my my brother's a good father. You know, man, um, I can tell you um,
0: from being on the outside and kind of hearing about your dad and things like that. Like, I do hope the best for for you guys, and I know, like, you know, I want the same thing that I think everybody here wants is that your dad gets to come home. You know what I mean? And, and so his, his case, and I, and I brought this up to you guys before we, we started the show, but I want to um, just throw it out there for people who think, who, who are, who are, who are just joining, listening. We're with um, uh, Elise and Antoinette and uncle, Nono, And we're talking about um, uh, a case back on Guam, uh, someone who's charged uh, federal uh, crimes got Forty-four consecutive years—is that right? Yeah, for a non-violent crime. For a non-violent yes. crime, yeah. uh, eight eight charges, and um, yeah, we're hoping the best for him because I, th- I believe that he deserves to be out. He's already served twenty-five, uh, which is a long time for a non-violent crime here in the states. We're pushing people out left and right. I can tell you, we're 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 not we're not holding them in in as long as that. Um, on Guam, it's a little bit slower, so maybe the cases aren't going through as fast as they should be, but. Um, yeah, um, and you guys are amazing. Let me let me tell you that, Antoinette, Elise, Faith. You guys are great, great. Your mom, yeah, and your mom. You, you guys are great. You know
2: what I mean, like all, four all, you, all, all three. All three. All You guys have
0: have made. I'm sure your dad proud. I you know yeah. mean, so.
4: Thank you. Yeah.
0: Thank you. Well, you've done all right. I mean, you've done pretty good. But you fucked up. <laughs> but I'm all right, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let me let me ask you. Okay, so let's say, let's go on the positive side. Let's say your dear dad gets out here in the next couple months and in the next couple, of months, the next couple of years, um, what's the first thing you want to give him, Antoinette?
4: Oh my goodness! Besides a hug
0: and a kiss, obviously.
4: I mean, realistically, I, I'm thinking about like like therapy sessions and everything, you know, like it's it's going to be like a long, like that's, that's what I think about. I'm like PTSD, anxiety, like all these things, just having to deal with the stimulation and everything in the outside world, you know, just... He's used to this, like, routine, like, up 5 o'clock or whatever, eating at Working a certain out. time. You know, just everything is on this strict schedule. Structured. For, yeah, and just for him to be out here, and especially San Diego, it's so fast-paced and crazy. I'm just, you know, I want to make sure his, his mental health, that's like, that's you
1: like. get kind of scared of that. Yeah, that's no. like m-
4: my biggest P- focus and priority, especially like what a phone,
1: mean. a phone where you can look
4: at. Y- yeah, he'll <laughs> yeah, yeah. freak out
1: because where you, he's, I, he's only used to the brick phone, the brick phone, fellas. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like sky pagers.
4: Yeah, and now it's gonna it's, be like the
1: Jetsons. Like,
2: yeah, wow, I can yeah. see you.
4: I mean, they they don't even have like the internet that he has in there. Is like,
2: Dialogue it's still. it's
4: really. Um, it's really limited. Like they have right. their specific email um, thing, email system that they use to communicate with and us. That's it. And then I think they can use it like a. There's like a library thing for them to look up like court documents, but they don't have anything it. that we yeah. have. Yeah, they so. don't have
1: no Google search or anything no, like that. No, none of yeah. that.
4: I think maybe a couple years ago they got MP3 players where they can download music. Like not a. Uh, um an iPod or anything you know just <laughs> a regular mp3 player so yeah it's just it's a whole different um it's a whole mm. different ball game
0: uh Elise yes if you had like the first couple things you might do with your dad obviously you're gonna hug him and kiss him and you know spend that time but what's the one one of the things you want to do with with your dad if he gets out in the next couple years if he gets to see him
5: well I haven't even thought of sorry <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, I don't know. Like,
0: get him carne soda fries.
5: Oh, sorry. Um, I was trying to avoid crying, but my, like, my, it's okay. my, yeah, just take him somewhere to the beach or something. He deserves to relax and see the ocean. It's like, you know, we could send him pictures of that. Like I love traveling and it it just sucks that like I have to send him pictures, but with my traveling, it hurts to send him pictures because he can't experience that and it yeah. and more so it's like I feel guilty when like I even go to LA. Like it's 2 hours away and I I often feel guilty going out of town or going out of state because like I'm not going to see him and you know he just doesn't get like the experiences that my sisters and I and everyone else can get I don't know maybe just like going to dinner too cause yeah. I mean I was spend time with you, dad yeah, yeah. like just do a normal
4: thing a normal family, family a normal family thing exactly yeah, like, yeah.
0: Yeah, you know, know. it's It's weird, man, like, now hearing you guys say that, and I, like, what an asshole of me, uh, I, I just realized how normal it might be, I mean, I didn't have my dad, so I don't know what that means, but, um, but just the normal things you take for granted, right, like, just, hey, do you want to get some coffee together, do you want to eat lunch together, do you want to eat dinner together, like, you guys didn't, um, didn't have that chance. Yeah,
5: exactly. Yeah, and especially faith. Uh, I think about like like Antoinette of course like she got a you know her like Something. earlier years um, and so did I but I don't remember anything of that and then Faith like all she knows is my mom was pregnant when my dad was arrested and sentenced and you know that it just sucks yeah. that way like it's knowing that answer. my sister n- never got
0: right what Antonin and I got. Uh, Uncle no. do you want...
1: What do you want to do with your brother?
5: Besides hug and kiss him, right?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I just... I really just want him to be with his family, man. That's... That'll be the greatest gift, you know. And, of course, you know, I want to be selfish and take him fishing and barbecue and and show him how a damn, you know... Android phone works or iPhone works. (laughs) You don't even know yourself. It's on social media. You know what I mean? (laughs) How dare you? It's crazy. But I I I wanna start him off not where he left off, you know what I mean? But but I want him to enjoy the things that he loved enjoying was which is low riding, you know what I mean? And and being with family and, and not so much partying but but barbecuing with the family, you know? I want him to enjoy that again and and be with us, you know, because we've been doing a lot without him. But man, yeah. every time we do party, or actually when we do party, I always think of him and wishing, you know, that his ass was right next to me, because I know he it, he just makes it a lot more funner. You know um,
0: what
1: I mean? Yeah. Uh, bartender.
0: I know you didn't really know your uncle Boo too much either because you're young as well, but uh. What's, what's something you'd like to do with them?
2: Talk with them and
1: I don't know what I would want to do. <coughs> Probably like help them catch up with the present day themes.
0: Would you kind of watch, uh, watch, watch him and his, your dad kind of like yeah be together. each other? Yeah. That'd be awkward. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah,
0: H- help them both figure out the phone like because
3: because <laughs> <laughs> at one point I mean
0: somebody one, had to say it you know what I mean like at one point there's three of them and all of a sudden now you see four of them all about the same size except for one's like buff finally yeah. like
1: <laughs> one's in shape and all the other three are just like biggest the, if, if shit does happen uh, I give him like three months he's gonna have a <laughs> no, <laughs> no
2: Uncle Boo Uncle Boo always talked to me about like Stay fit. Stay fit. Stay they in they, shape,
4: they,
2: son.
1: And then it, if That's he does, true. if he does come out, yeah, I,
0: I'll probably be my gym buddy right there. Yeah. But, Man, well, I want to thank like you guys I want to thank you guys for coming on. Uh, cause we're running out of time. But um Elise and, and Antoinette, I appreciate you guys coming on and, and shout out to Faith, too. I know she's she's out there. Yeah. she's in Hawaii. Shout out to Faithy. Um Noah, Uncle Nono, I appreciate you talking about it. I know this was really hard yeah. for you guys, but I um we want to bring light to the case. Um, there's also a Facebook page you have go, you guys going you have just started rec- recently who which caught a lot of traction. Yes. Yeah, you your your dad's case was on KUAM. Um, tell us a little bit about the uh, Facebook.
4: So, um, in December, I texted my sisters and I was like, you know, 2019 is around the corner. I was like we're gonna we're gonna do something different with dad I was like you know we love our dad me and my two sisters we love him we we love him um, but you know we always had a guard up he's always been so positive about this when I come home when I come home and when he talks to us about it we kind of shut down you know because it's hard because we don't know anything else and I told my sisters I was like 2019 we're going to be different. We're going to be different. We're going to visualize things differently. It's going to be different. And then my sister said, yeah, you know, I I agree. And then one day Elise was like, "Um, you know, I think I'm going to start a Facebook page. And I was like, yeah, that's a great idea. We should start a Facebook page. We're like, what the heck are we going to talk about on Facebook? She's like, I don't know, but we'll just like start a support page. So She started the page, you know, we just started with a few pictures. Um, She talked about his case a little bit in the beginning. And then as you know, every couple of days, we would just brainstorm like, hey, we could talk about this. We're going to talk about this and all the pieces and everything have just been coming together. And, you know, we've been getting all this support from like family sharing. And I think a lot of people like on the island, um, now the page, like it's over 900 likes. You know, nice. and yeah, and I don't, it's been, it's up been for a while. less than a month. Yeah,
5: it'll be a month on the
4: 13th. Yeah, February. and then when we look at the people, like these are people, we don't even know who these people yeah. are. It's, I want to say maybe 200 people on the page are people we actually know, you know, family and friends. But everybody else is just like, it's just crazy because we don't even know these people. They're so supportive. Um, it's, it's crazy. It's
0: great. <laughs> Yeah. and then what? What's the page, Elise? Uh, what's the page where they can find on Facebook?
5: Freedom from Honofre. Sorry, <laughs> it's freedom for Honofre oh, Chargoloff. Do I have to spell it out? Yeah, on Facebook. Facebook, right? Yeah, I'm it's on afraid. Facebook. We're gonna share it too, as well. So.
1: Okay,
5: I have to spell it out right now. Sometimes,
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. so
5: his name is H O N O F R E. And then C H A R G U A L A F.
0: Okay. You didn't have to spend a lot. I just wanted you to.
5: Oh, what? What's want to make sure all the
2: education <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Literally um, took a minute. We'll, we'll share that on, on, on the Facebook page and also on our SoundCloud. Um, like I said, I want to thank you guys for coming on. Um, and I hope the best for your, your dad. And I hope, you know, obviously. We want want uh, freedom for him because I believe I, I believe I think a lot of us believe he served way more time than way more time than um, he should have. Uh, Uncle Nono, do you want to drop anything else?
1: Uh, well, you know, just we want freedom for him, man. That's all I want to say. We want freedom for him. Mm. Everybody else is getting out. Shit, you can kill somebody and get eight years. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why you gotta do twenty five years? For something you want to smoke and have a registered pistol. <laughs>
4: yeah.
1: So. Yeah, um,
0: Check us out on on once again Island Block Radio, powered by Dash Par uh, Bar Out. Anything else? Thank you. All right, you ladies. Thank you.
5: Everyone.
0: All right, we out of here. Escalators. Shoots.
5: You're on Island Block Radio.